0: episode I talked about the cash envelope system and how you change your payment methods. Well, as a quick refresher, the cash envelope system is just that. It's a physical set of tabbed envelopes you keep your cash inside to pay for things. No more debit, credit cards, or checks. It's all cash-based, and that's on purpose because it teaches you self-discipline. Once you've run out of dollars in your envelopes, you can't spend anymore. Plain and simple. In this episode... I want to talk about the advantages of digitizing that system and even how you can earn a passive income in the process. Let me state my disclaimer or warning right here. If you are not able to have self-control in your spending habits and stick to a zero balance budget, this is not the recommended course of action for you to take. Just stop right now. Turn off the episode because it's not going to help your life in the least. But don't give up. Keep working on your self-control because you can do it. For those of you still tuned in and curious about kicking it up a notch like Emeril Agassi likes to say, here we go. Let's ditch the wad of cash you've been carrying around with you all this time and streamline those envelopes by digitizing them. The way it works is this. Instead of keeping your money in actual physical envelopes, you can keep it safe in the bank and go back to using a debit card for your purchases, but still track your budgeted categories in separate imaginary electronic envelopes. I say imaginary because it's it's not like you're going to keep a different bank account for every category you have. I suppose you could do that, but um, <laughs> that would be a huge headache to manage. Assuming you keep your budgeted money in a single bank account, visualize that it's separated into several different funds within that account. A simple way to do this is by using a different check register for each one. You know, the little paper booklets that come with your checkbook? Well have a check register for every budgeted category represented in your account. Then divide the balances up between them and start tracking every debit transaction or check you write under the appropriate register. Of course, managing a dozen different checkbook registers can sound like a headache all itself. So instead of keeping handwritten registers, you keep electronic versions. Some options would be tabs on Excel spreadsheets or money management software like Quicken. We've personally found a program that really works nicely with the envelope system is called MoneyDance, and we've used it for several years. I'm the one who is not especially gifted with handling these software programs, so for me to say it actually works, uh, that's quite the positive review. Tim's the brainy one in this regard. Another option would be smartphone apps. There are many to choose from. I downloaded one called Expense. It gave me five accounts for free unless I wanted to pay $2.99 for the unlimited version. So instead of setting up five actual bank accounts and syncing them to a bank, I just named them my budget categories. I really, really like this one the best out of all the others I looked into because it keeps all of my categories with their totals visible as soon as I open up the app. So at a glance on the home screen, I can see all the categories listed in alphabetical order with their available balances. You can even create subcategories that allow you to identify your expenditures, such as um, dining out, groceries, clothing, school, um, you know, membership fees, etc. By tagging your expense entries with the subcategories, you get to see a neat little pie chart for each month, helping you track your spending habits. Just like the cash envelope looks like a mini accordion folder with tabs at the top so you can label your categories, I wanted an app that would look the same way. And the expense app, it really does. I love it. So in our household, each pay period, Tim will transfer the predetermined budgeted amounts into my checking account, my actual physical checking account. I then enter the totals into my digital envelopes inside my app. I break it all up. Every time I shop, I use a credit or debit card to purchase our family's needed items and then enter the transaction into my app, deducting it from the certain envelope. If I purchased groceries that week at Kroger, I would enter the amount in the grocery category with the title Kroger. It was $76.11 on, you know, such and such date. And I tag it as groceries. You know, sometimes if I'm going through, it could be um I was at Kroger, but I wasn't buying uh, groceries, I was, I, I have to split it. It's not just food, it was household items. So then again, that's why that subcategory is really nice, because you can actually split it up. And I could say that $50 out of that 76 was for food, but the $26.11, oh, that was household items. And I can divide up and tag it as such. So at the end of the month, when I'm looking at my reports, that little pie chart comes in handy because it helps me see how much did I actually spend for food? How much was actually spent for household? If you have just one category for utilities, you can divide up in that utility category and have different amounts for, you know, energy, electric, and you tag it for electric. If it was natural gas, you you tag that water. You can tag those and then track in the pie chart how much was spent that month or that year or that quarter. Um, for each of those subcategories. And that's, that's why it can come in handy depending on how you use it. You know, the advantage of keeping the separate ledgers is the same as keeping the separate envelopes. You can constantly see the balance remaining for any given category, which helps you stay within your budget. If you run out of money in that category, sure, you still have money in the checking account. I mean, you're not gonna bounce a check or anything, but you're not going to use it because those funds belong to another category. I am not spending money that I don't have in my checking account, just like I couldn't spend money that I didn't have cash in hand, like the physical cash envelope. I highly recommend this. It makes a world of difference in our budget. But let's kick it up a notch again. (laughs) Here we go. The other budgeting tip is taking the digital cash envelope system and turning it into an actual passive income, meaning an income that you are not physically doing anything to Earn. you're not working for it. Before I tell you how this part works, again, I want to reiterate that it only works for those with self-discipline. Remember the point of the cash envelope system to begin with. It's to help train you to stay within a budget. If you can't do that, just turn the episode off right here, right now, and stick with what I've already told you. But if you do think you have learned the needed self-discipline, you might want to give this a try. Basically, it's applying the digital cash envelope system, but instead of using checks and a debit card to make your transactions, you use a reputable cash back credit card. Some of you have already heard about this method and know what I'm about to say. Those of you who listen to Dave Ramsey already know he, of course, discourages this strategy. Why? Because the reasons I've already given you. Self-discipline is key. Because Dave Ramsey's program is geared heavily for people who lack self-discipline, he's not wrong for discouraging this. However, Tim and I don't think everyone has to rule this out. It's worked very well for us, and I've seen it work very well back when I was an office manager at an advertising firm. You see, all the expenses for the company were paid for using an American Express card that earned high point value. They then take those points and they would use them to purchase airline tickets, car rentals, hotels, restaurants, etc. And not just for one or two people. No, we're talking like close to 30 people. I mean, it would seriously blow your mind at how much money companies save by capitalizing on credit card incentive programs. And folks, the same strategy can work for individuals just as much for businesses. So last time I used an imaginary monthly income of $2,400. That was assuming it was a single-income family working a 40-hour week at $15 an hour in the state of Arkansas. Let's say we use the same amount, but out of that, $1,000 is spent on budgeted items using a 2% cashback credit card, only $1,000 out of the $2,400. This means at the end of the year, you will have earned $240 just by using a different payment method. In five years, you'll have added $1,200 to your budget by doing nothing other than switching out your form of payment. Simple. I'd say the hardest thing to do is to remember to stay on top of the numbers so that you don't accidentally charge something on the credit card and forget to enter it into the proper category on your app, which means you overspend. That's why it's critical. You must be vigilant on this. Don't forget to set a reminder to pay your credit card the same time every month and then go through and reconcile your statement with your app to ensure that nothing was missed and you have the appropriate funds inside your checking account to pay off the credit card. So again, the key to making this work is to never, never have to pay the credit card interest by always paying off the balance each month, allowing the credit card to always pay you (laughs) and just stay within your budgeted categories. It truly is that simple. Hey, I hope this episode was a help to you in some way. Like and subscribe to our YouTube or podcast channels to hear more on the topics like this, or just to follow us on our journey. You can learn more about our homestead and what we do at www.thecanardhomestead.com. Until next time, God bless. Mm